Balthazar came forth in fire and wrath, carrying the head of his father and leading his fierce hounds. He swept awe with a cleansing flame. It was he who claimed Tyria for humanity. He who said the other races would be easy to defeat. It would not be the only time the master of war was wrong. Since the six gods stepped out of the mists, their actions have shaped Tyria, for better and for worse. Balthazar, the god of fire and war, has left his mark on every continent, a legacy of violence rivaled only by Abaddon. Scholars believe he won divinity with Diocide, murdering his father in an act of bloody succession. But this type of vicious ascension, with the mantle of godhood won and lost, seems the way of things with the Mistwalkers. Doom, the fallen god of death, was ousted by Grinth. Cormir absorbed Abaddon's power after his defeat at the hands of mortals, and we know that Balthazar's own brother, Menzies the Mad, attempted another such a bloody coup not 260 years ago. It was only with the aid of mortals that Balthazar prevailed against Menzies and his demonic forces. For weeks did the battle rage, and those who had taken up the mantle of war grew weary, and their courage began to falter. Then did Balthazar, god of war and fire, appear to the soldiers, carrying with him a grand sword that did glow with such brilliance it blinded any who looked upon it. When he spoke, his voice was like thunder, and it shook the ground with force. Then saith he, Lift up thy weapons, for you are my soldiers, and you must be steadfast, strong, and brave of heart. They who neither hesitate nor stumble shall be rewarded. Then shall you have glory. Then shall your deeds be remembered for eternity. Then did he release from his sword a hundred thousand flames, which encircled the soldiers. For this was the flame of courage. And forthwith did they follow the god into battle, without fear or hesitation. Thence was the enemy struck down. The god of war has inspired countless generations in name and deed on the fields of battle. Patron god to fire elementalists, warriors, monks and paragons, he is forever linked to the season of the phoenix in the Elonian calendar. The Zaitian order of antiquity honoured Balthazar and practised his rites and ceremonies. On the battle isles, these warriors held tournaments in his name, living and dying for the god of war. Walking upon the battlefield, strewn with the dead, Balthazar 
the god of war, blessed each of the corpses for their valour, until he came across one who had not fought, but cowered. Balthazar could smell the stink of fear, and so he reached into the man, and pulled forth his soul. He held it in place as he scrutinised it. The soul was no more courageous in death than it had been in life, and it trembled and whimpered. It bowed its spine and hid its face. You, said the god, do not belong here. You sully these brave men and women who died in honourable combat. You will cower behind them no more. Balthasar folded the soul, bent it, broke it, crushed it until it was hidden inside his clasped hand. Then he opened his mouth wide and shoved the soul in, consuming it whole. Once it was gone, Balthasar shouted to the dead, You carried this coward when he lived. Now I carry him for he serves as my reminder that strength and courage are never to be taken for granted. For all his drive and conviction, Balthazar was also infamous for his petulance and brittle nature. When the god walked Tyria a thousand years ago, the ritualist Kolai challenged Balthazar to a game of noon. His village had offended the god through some long-forgotten breach of etiquette, and the master of war intended to raise the village and end its inhabitants. Kolai sought to win its salvation, and Balthazar laughingly accepted the challenge. The game began, and seven days later it ended with Kolai the winner. The villagers were spared. But in a fit of anger, Balthazar slew Kolai. Afterwards, in a rare gesture of sportsmanship, the god ordered Kolai inducted into the Tanaka temple, where the souls of Kanthan's heroes resided. To my eyes, the legacy of the gods is nothing more than the plotted history of a royal household in turmoil. Their drives and appetites are all too human, with Balthazar seemingly embodying some of the worst aspects of humanity. Over the centuries, he has been given many titles. The judge of the powerful, the bringer of war, and the scourge of the prideful. But today I gift him another, Balthazar, the betrayer. When Abaddon fought for humanity to retain the gifts of magic he had bestowed upon us, Balthazar stood with the pantheon against the god of secrets and water. It was he who forged the chains that bound Abaddon in the realm of torment. It is no small irony that he himself would face a similar fate.
Balthazar has been stripped of his claim and title. He is no longer one of the six. The gods saw there could be no victory in our inevitable conflict with the Elder Dragons. Waging war with them could only lead to the destruction of Tyrion. And we, the Six, would be the match that would start the blaze. And so, we chose to withdraw from Tyria altogether and spare this world further calamity. Or rather, most of us chose to. Cowards! You, you may flee, but I will not. I, I do not avoid conflict. I am conflict. The, the Elder Dragons will die by my hands, and their power will become my power. Balthazar was blinded by his pride. The dragons are beyond even the gods, a raw, primal force without equal. Whether he won or lost, by his death or theirs, Balthazar's ambitions would bring about the end of Tyria. The rest of the six, Duena, Brent, Melandru, even Lyssa, reached an agreement. Balthazar had to be dealt with. If, if you won't join the fight against the dragons, I'll see you all burn with them. We stripped him of his power and chained him in the mists. There he would remain, forever. Powerless to carry out his plans. Mark these words! When I'm free, I will strike you all down and claim your power for my own! I will not be dismissed! I am Balthazar, mightiest of the six! And I swear to you, you will scream your allegiance before the end. Balthazar had betrayed his kin and forsaken all those who honoured and worshipped him. Stripped of his powers and shackled in the mists, Balthazar languished, impotent and filled with rage as he endlessly plotted his revenge. He would be there still, but for a chance encounter with Tribune Richlock Brimstone. It's easy to lose track of time in the mists. Finally found Sohothan. Its flame had been extinguished. Then I saw the stranger, in chains. He told me he could reignite my sword. I didn't ask his name, or why he'd been imprisoned there. I only asked him to restore Sohothan's flame. To repay the favor, I used the sword to break the chains that bound him. When I did, a portal opened. He told me it was a passage out of the mists. A way home. He must have followed me out, escaping the mists. I didn't know until just moments ago, but that stranger, 
was Balthazar. His freedom bargained. Balthazar sought power, and he was drawn to the Bloodstones. If not for his intercession at Bloodstone Fen, countless more lives could have been lost when the Maguma Bloodstone detonated. But make no mistake, his actions were driven by pure narcissism, nothing more. He hungered for the power trapped in the Bloodstone and could well have triggered the explosion itself. Even when he came to the aid of the commander and Aureen in Taria, it was not out of a sense of regard for Aureen or her legacy and lineage. Her and her powers were preserved solely for his own purpose. When Dragon's Watch finally stripped his disguise away and confronted him at Draconis Mons, we saw the true nature of Balthazar laid bare. His utter indifference to the fate of Tyria was beyond comprehension. So mind-sick, he was willing to trade the lives of every being on this world in order to exact vengeance on a pantheon that had defied, gelded, and imprisoned him. If not for the actions of Dragon's Watch and the retired Pact Commander, Balthazar's hate could well have destroyed any hope we had of surviving the rising of the dragons. I truly believe if he had possessed the power of a Mistwalker, the commander and his allies would not have prevailed against him. As the fog of war finally begins to clear, the true cost of Balthazar's crusade is only now being understood. He displaced, murdered and enslaved thousands of Elonians. He slaughtered Glint's first scion, last, and imprisoned and terrorised her second, Aureen. Even in death, he wreaked havoc, as the magics he had stole spilled out into the world again. Balthazar could well be the last Mistwalker to set foot on Tyria. And perhaps that is a good thing. The past actions of the Pantheon sundered the lands of Alona, sank the continent of Or, and woke the Elder Dragon Primordus, setting in motion the cataclysm we now face. Add to their crimes the invasion of Tyria itself, and Balthazar driving humanity to unending war with both the Char and the Centaur races, well, the illusion of purity and divinity evaporates from these beings. I ask you, are these the actions of truly divine entities? To my eyes, at least, their monstrous legacy speaks to a dark triad of malfeasance and mayhem. These Mistwalkers are clearly not omnipotent, nor are they omniscient, 
and as they have abandoned us finally, they are anything but omnipresent. It now falls to us to order the chaos they have sown. The Prophet Glint and the Forgotten had worked tirelessly since the last rising of the dragons, seeking a means to save our world. We must follow in their footsteps, find a way to defeat an unkillable enemy, and save ourselves and our world. There is no one left to turn to, no higher power that will intercede. We have a choice. We can either come together and fight for our world, or die in division. <laughs>